2: Now back to ninety five seven the game.
3: Okay, it's uh it's a Warriors Wednesday brought to you by SFO. Go to flysfo.com slash winter for your chance to win a thousand dollars toward a nonstop flight from SFO today. Isn't that a whole lot of fun? Um after everything that's happened the last twenty four hours, we get to watch the Warriors play K D uh oh with none of their good players uh, later today. Cool. So that should be fun. That should be fun. You know, this is one of those things where, uh, we were talking about it earlier, where you get frustrated and then you take it out on people that got nothing to do with it. Totally. it. It just went to my head when I'm listening to Shasky, just like, he's coming at Pavs. He's like, can I push back on something? I'm like, Pavs is not the problem here. Pavs didn't do anything. Right. Like, even those of you who today want to fire Gabe Kapler. Do you understand? Gabe, ha- Gabe is as close to this as you are. <laughs> he he is as I ticked,
4: promise. He's more mad. <laughs> he is
3: ticked off about this as you are. He just lost the middle of his order. He has nothing to do with this whatsoever. Rich Aurelia is closer to these free agent conversations than Gabe Kapler. <laughs> okay, so he's fire, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> so people are just coming down each other's roads. who have got absolutely. Honestly nothing to do with this. And so Clay, Clay Thompson, this ain't you, but I woke up today and I'm like, "Can you give us 20 minutes tonight?" <laughs> Damn it! Like, you get 3 days off after today. Who is telling me that Clay Thompson can't give the Warriors 20 minutes in Brooklyn tonight? Who's saying that? Well, is that a thing? And I'm then I'm like, "Ah, Clay, this ain't about you. I'm just mad about something else, but but that, that, that went through my head today, too. Anthony Slater, just speaking of that. Yes? Our Warriors Oh, insider. is Jordan Poole out for the year? What do we got now? No, no, no. Okay.
4: Steph Curry, Andrew Wiggins, Clay Thompson, all out tonight. Yes, I knew Dante that. Dante DiVincenzo, Jermichael Green, still out.
3: Out. They're sick.
4: Yeah. Uh, James Wiseman, questionable.
3: Well, that's true whether he plays or not. <laughs>
4: Stop. Now you're taking it out on James. Sorry. <laughs> now you're taking it out on James Wiseman. <laughs> Everybody's getting it today. That's right. That's what if somebody don't wants talk to, to me today. It, if somebody wants to, you know, like like fandom is oh, is, gosh. is inherently irrational. Sure. So if today you want to be like clear, clean house, fire Gabe Kaplan. Let's get stupid
3: and get that's then, right. Okay,
4: you know what? Do that.
3: Yeah, cut Brandon Crawford. Yeah,
4: let's yeah, do it. Yeah, no. come on. <laughs> Just
3: call up the River Cats. That's another thing, though. The Brandon Crawford conversation. <laughs> How how by the seat of their pants do you have to do this? How not planned and not buttoned up are you if this is your timeline? Right? We're going after Judge. We don't get him. It's okay. We think we got Correa. Do all your due diligence. Check the medicals. All right.
5: Most Let's, of your due right? diligence.
3: Let's just tighten those screws. Check this. Push there. Right? Tap the kneecap. Does it go up? Sure. Great. All right. We're ready. $350 million deal. Call Brandon Crawford the next morning. Have Brandon speak to a reporter and say, yeah, no one ever said anything to me at any point until I got a call this morning, and it looks like I'm changing positions. So, Brandon, we love you. You're still a part of this team. Carlos Correa is our shortstop. Okay, thanks, Gabe. Thanks, Farhan. Click. Goes and talks to a reporter says, yeah, that's the first time anyone's talked to me about changing a position. Five days later, two hours and 45 minutes before a press conference, you decide, actually, never mind. Then you tell Scott Boris, we're still interested in negotiating, and then never call anyone ever again. Have you even called Brandon Crawford yet to, I don't know, apologize, explain yourself, try to save face, or are you just gonna wake up again tomorrow and make it up again? And this isn't
4: even about like Brandon Crawford's feelings. Like that was a lot of the Jimmy no, Garoppolo conversation, he's right? Fine. This isn't about this is about not being a clown show. This is about just having your ducks in a row so you can communicate to your players what is and what is not going on. This sounds like the Carlos Correa thing got hastily thrown together and then they went, Oh, Brandon Crawford, right. Hey, you call him and we'll figure that out. And then they pull the plug on it. And eh, I mean, we don't know if anybody's talked to Brandon like, Crawford or not, but I, who's making that you're, call? You're, like,
3: you're this analytically driven, right? You hired a manager who probably will be able to tell you what he's going to eat at 1 o'clock three Tuesdays from now.
4: I eat at 2 o'clock.
3: <laughs> but you're not buttoned up enough to know if you're having a press conference in two hours for $350 million. You look the opposite of buttoned up. You look like you're making it up as you go along. And you look scared. You look afraid. You look afraid to do anything. You look risk-averse. That's the only thing that I can do. That's the only way I can process this without calling you inept. Because I do actually think there are some really good brains in that building. Yeah. But you look scared. And and because you're so silent and because you've been so faceless the last three years, I don't even know who to be mad at. You know, people yell about Larry Bear. I don't even know how much he's in these conversations anymore. But he's kind of the, the face. Gabe Kapler's been drinking coffee for the last two weeks, looking at spreadsheets with lineups that now are not going to come together. He not, He didn't do this. Farhan, Greg Johnson, Charles Johnson... Herschel Walker? I got no idea who's pulling the strings over here. Well, Charles donates to Herschel Walker. Right. Sorry if that one went over. Right. Anyway. No, I got. Yeah. <laughs> Emmanuel in SF. Hey, Emmanuel. You're on with Willard. Kyle Madsen. Say hello. What are you doing?
2: Hello, man. I'm reminiscing. First thing, happy birthday to my little brother, Chief. Secondly, I'm reminiscing about when I used to work at the stadium as a 4 old selling ice cream. And what sucks is that in high school puberty kicked in, and right now the Giants have the look of the second best date. We have to take—we're the friends that go to prom. We're trying to be Eskimo brothers with the A's about how they develop their players. If we <laughs> had a hard knocks, we'd be 90-day fiance. That would be our show with Bismarcky being our, our playlist. It's terrible.
3: Well, the problem with your call is that when you say Bismarcky, I can't, you can't, the the next thing you say can't be, it's terrible. All it does is make me smile when you bring up Bismarcky. But, Emmanuel, I get the rest of your point. We actually sat here during one of our breaks. Thank you, Emmanuel. Thank you very much. Uh, We sat here during one of our breaks and scribbled out the all Giants second place team. It's right here on a piece of paper. All the players the Giants have finished in second place on you would field one hell of a roster. Really good team. I'd buy tickets to watch this team, because in your outfield, it's Aaron Judge, Brandon Nemo, and Bryce Harper. Good team. We're going to move Giancarlo Stanton to first base. we got nowhere else to put him. He'll figure it out. Say Suzuki's our DH. Around the infield, Carlos Correa, Trevor Story, and Didi Gregorius, even though he stinks, we had to throw somebody in there. Batting ninth, playing short, it's fine. That's right. And don't forget... Are starting game one and game two starters, Carlos Rodon and a few years ago, John Lester. Don't forget also on the bench, just in case, because maybe you weren't second place, you might have been third. But over here on the bench, in case anybody gets hurt, Juan Soto and Shohei Otani. That's the team the Giants almost put together.
4: And Shohei, when he originally signed.
3: Correct. Just, just to clarify, Correct. he hasn't moved. Correct. They'll He's finish not a free in second agent. place again next off season. Also, right? Merry yeah. Christmas, twenty twenty three. Let's go to uh, Bob in Portland. Hey, Bob, what's going on? Uh, you're on ninety five seven. The game. What are you doing, Bob?
6: Uh, well, let's see. Uh, first off, it's Baffa. not Bob, but that's okay. I'll okay, Baffa. Uh, well, let's see. Th- figuratively, I'm standing on the edge of the St. John's Bridge, contemplating my fandom. Yep. Um, I would say, from a standpoint of what's happened today. I wasn't alive in the 70s, so I wasn't there when they almost moved to Toronto. Feels pretty damn close to being the worst thing that's happened since they almost moved to Tampa Bay in the 90s. People talk about firing Farhan. It may not make sense, but they're not going to get anybody in the stadium next year. I mean, for God's sake, everybody wants to go and see a good product, and Charles Johnson just seems like, how does this happen? How does this happen? They basically went in there today and they got cold feet. And that's all there is to it. They sicken me. I, I'm cursed with being a Giants fan right now. I love them. I don't know where they go from here. And one thing that I, don't, I haven't heard be brought up on the show yet, and I think it's very plausible and needs to be said, they basically will never get a Scott Boris client ever again.
3: Yeah, I don't agree with that part, Bafa. Actually, that, that was brought up very, very early on. Uh, Kyle, you brought it up on the changeover today. The reason I don't buy that part of it, I'm sure Boris today is ticked. I have no doubt that Boris is ticked. You can already sort of see that Boris and the Giants are in a little bit of a PR war and a PR race. By the way, Boris is ahead by a mile and a half because he's already talked to Ken Rosenthal and gotten quotes out there. And the statement that the Giants released literally names Scott Boris, which was, I think, sort of their way of being like, uh, shh, stop, Scott. Uh, but their statement, if you missed it and you're just joining us, the Giants only statement, quote, while we are prohibited from disclosing confidential medical information, as Scott Boris stated publicly, <laughs> there was a difference of opinion over the results of Carlos's physical examination. We wish Carlos the best. That's their only statement. So they're in this PR war. And I'm sure Scott is like you idiots. And, and, and also the Giants cost Scott a million dollars in commissions. He'll get over it. The point is though that Boris his job is to get the most money possible for his clients. So if that's your job, you don't eliminate teams. You just don't. Yeah. You don't you do not get clients by going, "Oh, by the way, I don't deal with that that and that team because they ticked me off 3 years ago." You know, like the player would be like "Bleep you. What if I want to go there? What if they're offering right. the most? You better deal with them or I'm firing you." Right. So, I think the Giants and Scott Boris will be fine. They've had a great relationship through the years. Scott openly discusses that about Farhan all the time. But, I'm sure today somebody had a terse phone call with somebody between the two sides. Guaranteed. Sounds
4: like the Giants haven't talked to anyone. Correct. Do they know what's going... Like, does anybody know what's happening over there? They maybe do. Maybe that's why they're not... Do, are we sure?
3: I mean yeah well they're there
4: <laughs> are we sure <laughs>
3: but sometimes sometimes you are the last one to know things about yourself that's true too that happens a lot with right me. well that's i mean that why do you think therapists are so busy that's what people are doing they're trying to find oh. out right they're trying to like learn themselves oh yeah sounds nice thank you uh jack and marin is next up hi jack what are you doing
5: Hey guys, um, I'm pretty pissed off this morning. Yeah, Uh, I'm 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 23 years old. I was too young for 2002, and the Giants have given me more joy, you know, in my adolescence than we could ever ask for. And for far too long, I think they've skated on those three years. Today, that lease has officially expired. Officially expired. This is a joke. This is a dark day as a Giants fan. I'm pissed. All my friends are pissed. My parents are pissed. My dad is the guy who lives and breathes this team, and he woke up today and said, I haven't been this bummed about the Giants since the day after Game 6 in 2002. And so this is a terrible, terrible day to be a Giants fan. I don't care what it means 13 years down the road if it would have been a bad contract. I don't care at all. This was as symbolic as it was practical to make at least one of these signings. And when this stadium is empty, this is a stadium that was full for the entirety of my childhood. When that stadium is half empty for every game this year... They have no one to look at
3: but themselves. Jack, I think everything you said was totally fair. I think it's totally fair. Um, I think you speak for a lot of people today. And listen, I sit here as someone who goes, quite frankly, to great lengths to make sure, because I always feel bad about myself whenever, like, let's take a, let's go to when the Warriors lost on Father's Day to the Cleveland Cavaliers in Game 7 of the NBA Finals. Right, I was at work during the game, and I got home, and you know the, the kids were so little. This is back in the age when, like, you know, they would still like take a bath at the same time, and you get home and it's Father's Day, and the kids are in the bath, and they look up at you as you walk in, and they're like, "Ooh, sorry, Dad, are you okay?" And I was like, "You damn right, I'm okay. Yeah. Like, I am not gonna let the outcome of a sporting event ruin my week." my interactions with my family. I, like, I, I don't do that. and sure. And it's a challenge today. It's actually a challenge today. It's a challenge today to not take this personally. Right. As a Giants fan. And yeah. I think each and every one of you out there who are feeling that, that's okay. I mean, yeah, don't yell at your family, right? Uh-huh. Don't flip somebody right. off in traffic. Right. But, like, you can totally feel offended today well
4: and i think there's i i'm again, not a doctor but i do think there's something too like that's why you get so bummed out at a loss because your brain is expecting this like hit of adrenaline and excitement and then you just don't get it and there, are it's like oh that's a bummer that's a uh, carlos correa was on the team yeah he was going it's like yes this is what this year is going to look like super excited and then boom gone
3: and like Ah, there's nothing worse than like no sucks. matter what it is in life. There's nothing worse than having the rug pulled out from underneath you. It feels like you're in it, the you're playing Survivor and these two other people have an alliance ne- against you when you thought you had an alliance with them, it, right? You know, and
4: pulled out from under you when you're not expecting it. Like this wasn't a oh yeah these situations are tenuous all the time. Let's hold off until the... once that stuff's reported. Thirteen years, three fifty, like. Signed, sealed, delivered. Here it goes. This never happens.
3: I need some filmo, Mike, because that's Captain Captain Save a Giant. His cape has been put in the back of the closet for the day. I know that. Uh, Hey, filmo, what are you doing?
7: chilling i'm i'm driving to the city captain savage giant is definitely not he he, he cannot get to the phone booth today but nah um,
3: <laughs> mark kent I'm is never, here instead
7: crazy <laughs> nah don't come back mark nah Fair nah you 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 got the right tone today brother i i feel for you i feel for us i've never heard of someone saying though and i'm sick of this excuse I'm not coming to San Francisco because they're ballpark. Like, are, like, really? Like, have you seen ballparks in the, if you went to Tampa Bay? <laughs> Ugly ass ballpark. Like, what are they talking about? Like, that's the, that's the land. I'm sick of that excuse. You feel me? Now, to point out that fact, the Giants, you got to cater to your ballpark. Why you keep trying to get, Home run hitters, if they saying, for whatever reason, I don't want to come here. Why don't we be like the Braves of the 90s? Huh? Get some pitching. Get some average hitters. They didn't have Barry Bryant. They had David Justice, Terry Pendleton, and uh, Fred McGriff, who deservedly need to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, that was, I don't even know why they needed to come to a vote for that. All these whack-ass baseball players I'm seeing, none of them was half as what Fred McGriff was 30, 35 home runs. Well, going to get into that ten, except but for anyway, Barry Bonds. But anyway, go ahead. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Mark. I know, I know, I got to get on point. But listen, the A Somebody talk about the A's. The A's had talent. They got they they yep. picked the right ball players. They went to. Uh, wherever they went to go get Miguel Tejada they picked up Chavez they got Giambi brothers they brought over Mark Mortar they built the team That the Giants ain't doing that they're not doing that you're not getting no talent what are you doing and then the thing that's hella crazy is that Four High has no game like bruh you can't convince a player to, you can't pump a player up and say these players got egos man bruh I need you to be the next Barry Bonds I need you to bring this to the San Francisco Giants, brother. This is a historic franchise. We got to me, we got more better players than the Yankees. That's just me. I'm being biased with this. It is what it is. I'm like, bro, you ain't got no game. You ain't. You can't coerce players and say, you know what, man, I'm feeling good. I'm finna come play side with the Giants. Forget so all this analytics. Go get some studs.
3: Philmo, thanks, man. Uh, it, 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 that's that's a good rant. And he's on something about this ballpark. Um, there's no doubt that the ballpark is a factor for some players. But this does get overstated. Let me explain why. First of all, some of these free agent contracts are for the rest of their lives. It's for the rest of your career. right? So, yes, do you want stats? Does Aaron Judge want to get to 500 home runs? Mm-hmm. Sure he does. Um, however, when people say stats equal money, well, not in this case. Right. They, they don't because right. their free agent contracts are now done. They don't need to go have prove-it stats anymore. Second one, Carlos Correa is not about home runs. Right? Sure, he hits 22, 23 of them. Carlos Correa is actually, and is one of the reasons I was so expi- excited, my God, he's perfect for Oracle Park. He's right-handed where it's easier to hit home runs, number one. But secondly, he's a gap-line drive hitter. Yes. This guy would have led the league in triples this yes. year. Okay? He is not reliant on hitting 30 home runs because he's <clears throat> never done it in his career. right? Yet people want to pay him over $300 million. So the ballpark was a non-factor yeah. as far as Carlos Correa was concerned, and it's a non-factor for many ball players, and we use it as an excuse when, for the 12th time in a row, they come in second place.
4: I, I'm right there. With his back control... He was going to wear out. Oh, my God.
3: He was going to be amazing. All day. No shift. Like, he was going to be fantastic.
4: He was going to be on base a lot and getting extra bases a lot. But, anyways, here's the deal with the ballpark aspect of this, though. It's not like players are saying, oh, yeah, I'll play there. If they care that much about their stats, they're not going to, they're just not going to negotiate with the Giants. uh, Unless they're using them as leverage. I mean... But a player is not going to go, oh, yeah, I'll play in San Francisco for X million dollars because I don't care about my stats that much. Does that... that, Am I making sense with that? Like, if a player was really concerned about that, they just wouldn't... They'd rule out the Giants early.
3: Totally totally yeah and like you said unless using for leverage which is what scott boris does mm-hmm. and he does it to all teams and and again they're 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 just they're motivated by yes where they want to be but what dollars they can create like any professional in any business mm-hmm. that's what that's what motivates you so um no one's going to take any team off the board forever because it doesn't it doesn't help them Ah, uh, to do that. I think there's still plenty of people that would, whether it's the ballpark, the city, whatever. This idea that b- combine our city and our ballpark and we're just off the table for everybody is absurd. <laughs> it's an absurd notion. Uh, BPA on Korea. Uh, what's going on, BPA? We've been waiting for you. What's uh, what are you doing?
2: Man, I am so. So furious right now at this organization, and the the comp for me is Cohen and Robert rowell level incompetence, incompetence, and the fact that they are nowhere in sight as Scott Boris is out, right? Basically, Scott, Scott Boris said they flat out did not return our calls yesterday, right? Yep, which is indicative of an organization that is completely broken and dysfunctional. And I'm not, and I have no, I don't have any hope, but like, I'm not going to spend another dollar on the Giants under this ownership group, um, period. And there are a lot of, lot of people in this area in Silicon Valley with a lot of money that would love to have a national brand like the Giants that are going to spend money in close deals. And I don't care. Like, you know, where are you? Where are you, Farhan, or Larry Bear? Like, this is utterly embarrassing, and I'm done. I'm done with him. It's not recoverable.
3: That's the word. That's the word. Like, if somebody... Look, I don't know how many games they're going to win or lose next year. There's all kinds of ways in terms of what's going to happen next, and none of us can predict the future. But for this group, right now, today, the emotions and the emotional ride... That the fan has been taken on. It's really hard to map out even in your brain a recoverable act. I, I I just don't I don't know what it is.
4: Do you know Do you know how bad you have to mess up to get Brian and Palo Alto to call in <laughs> not running material? He was genuine. I know that was like curious. real.
3: That was like real. That was just regular. That
4: makes me angry. Yeah, he
3: didn't tell anybody to get better. He didn't do any. Huh. He didn't, yeah, any, nothing. Like,
4: that he, was. I'm pissed. I'm not spending more money on this team. Goodbye. We need to
3: now. We need to call him back and ask, ask if he's okay. Yeah. That was the BPA version of the Giants' email yesterday. That was out of character. Yeah. You okay? No. No BPA word mark on that. Jeez.
4: I'm also big mad because Joe Shasky got me a sick Kelly Green. Ricky Henderson A's pullover A's jersey. jersey like yep. like circa early <laughs> 1980s <laughs> and I was so excited to wear that today and I couldn't do it. You
3: couldn't do it. I just couldn't. You would have been a troll. Well, yeah. I-, I wanted
4: to wear the jacket that he got me yesterday and... No, I, I felt uncomfortable wearing that.
0: Like, well, that's fun. where I'm at.
3: Let's let Farhan know that he ruined everybody's wardrobe here today also. Right next to 90, Christmas! At 95.7 The Game. And speaking of wardrobes and 95.7 The Game, how about 95.7 thegameshop.com 95.7 thegameshopcom Your last-minute gifts, your relevant Brock Purdy t-shirts. Get them there. Just a few shopping days left. And what's up next on The Game is brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full-service banking, no compromises. Also sponsored by Bed, Bath, and Beyond. It's more of your phone calls, your rant your frustration get it out we're here for you it's willard and dibs kyle in for dibs on 95 7 the game
1: you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for
0: more details hyundai there's joy in every journey this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news
1: Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today.
2: What a difference
1: a day made. 24 little hours.
3: It's your boy Guru from Stani and Guru, noon to three, right here on 95-7 the game. The <laughs> Back to Willard and hours. Gibbs. And you know the old saying on this show: one of my faves.
1: What are you doing? I'm Whether listening! There used to be rain.
3: <sighs> what are you doing indeed?
8: My yesterday was blue
3: day. It's almost a uh travesty that we didn't play that open at some point today. Because this is after a year and two months of this show on this station. And I don't want to say coining the phrase, but grabbing the motto, what are you doing? I have never, in 14 months, had a more firm, pointed, and emotional, what are you doing, than I do right now for one of my three favorite teams.
4: And I want, and and here's the thing, and this is, this... Not that I I needed a guide on the gravity of this organizational failure, because I don't even have a I can't even think of a like sports wide pr- 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 like pr- precedent for this.
3: Some people know. brought up DeAndre Jordan. It's very different, but remember remember DeAndre Jordan left the uh, yeah was it the Dallas Mavericks, I think. Left the Dallas Mavericks to go back to the Clippers. He
4: wasn't a 28-year-old. No, 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 no,
3: no. No, he was like an option four.
4: Right. So I can't think of a precedent for this. Yeah. And you're typically, we butt heads a lot over sports, because I'm the guy that during a game is like, Steph Curry's one for eight, he stinks, (laughs) get him out of here. Like, (laughs) I'm extreme Uh, like that. And you're very much like... Like, you just told the story, like, dude, I'm not going to let it impact my life. And you, no matter, win or lose, like, you'll be, you know, you can, you'll be upset, but you're going to be like, okay, let's fit. This is the first time I've ever seen you, like, visibly, like, I can tell a sports thing made you upset. Well,
3: look at the gap, okay? And again.
4: Owned by John Fisher. I hate it.
3: Mind the gap. I want, I want everybody to feel this, unfortunately. Here's the gap with regard to what this means. In other words, when you thought Carlos Correa was a giant, and you can go, oh, Mitch Haniger and Ross Stripling and Sean Maniah, these were little pieces that are surrounding Correa, and now you've got a centerpiece, and it makes you feel optimistic. What if Harrison works out and Luciano? That one piece makes you feel like the rest of this all makes sense, and this could be, maybe, will be, headed in a really fun direction for at least the foreseeable future, three, four, five years. That's what that makes you feel like.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Then this happens. And a Giants fan, whether rational or not, doesn't matter, because that's not, that's not the way it works. Mm-hmm. Even if it's irrational, the feeling today is, well, now they're falling into complete and total disaster reboot mode. Mm -hmm. The Giants fan feels now like this regime has turned into a total show. They're not on the same page. It doesn't work. So now we got to go through the process of, well, so now this won't work for another year or two or whatever it's going to be, four hours, until they go, okay, start over, new people, and then go through that build. We... a, a fan's emotions went from feeling like we're going to compete in April to we're not competing till 2027. Oh. That's the gap. And again, I don't know that that's rational. I don't know that a weird roster can win 107 games sometimes. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know that. Yeah. But that's what it feels like.
4: Right. Without without the benefit of watching the team play, that's the vibe right now. And you think even two years. That's almost 400 baseball games to get through. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so, whatever you're feeling today, I just I, I, I think you have a total right to. Um, before we go back to the uh, calls, our Giants insider in NBC Sports Bay Area is Alex Pavlovich. A couple of things on the morning roast today, uh, first and foremost, about what the Giants owe their fans in this situation.
9: They owe it to their fans, I think. They promised that they were going to go big this offseason. They did go big this offseason, and now it has blown up in their face. You know, now it looks like a very middle-of-the-road or below offseason, and this looks like a team that's not better than it was last season when they finished five hundred. so... I do think they set expectations themselves. I mean, this was not, you know, this this was a lot of the media, this was a lot of the fans, but this was also the Giants. They did not shy away from the fact that they were going to go after Aaron Judge. They did not shy away from the fact that they were going to, you know, go after that big shortstop class, and and, uh, they didn't shy away from the fact that they had a lot of money to spend. And, you know, I, I think they do owe an explanation to the fans about what happened and how this happened and, you know, what they do next.
3: And we haven't gotten it yet. And I understand it's only been a few hours, but the indicators that we've received so far are that, I don't know if you're going to get the explanation you want. When the press conference was postponed, we got one sentence. Today's press conference has been postponed. And then so far, so far, even though Scott Boris is squawking like a parrot and has already talked to Ken Rosenthal, he's already talked to Susan Slessor, the Giants sent this out while we are prohibited from disclosing confidential medical information as scott boris stated publicly there was a difference of opinion over the results of carlos's physical examination we wish carlos the best this one did have letterhead on it oh good so we got that this time and they wish him the best so if you'd like to contact media relations i'm not going to say the phone number but <laughs> the phone number's on there
4: you want to just call him right now and say no what i don't want to
3: call i have no problem with media relations no i have i have I have direct relations problems. I sure. have I have a problem with ownership relations.
4: Right. Is there a number for that?
3: Front office relations. Um, more from Pavlovich because he was asked the question, which I I thought. I mean, the answer is like a hard yes, but it, you should hear his whole answer when Bonte asked him, "Hey, is Farhan's seat now getting hot?"
9: I think everyone's seat gets warmer and, and including him i mean this is you know the 107 win season was incredible it's one of the best things that's happened to this franchise but other than that this is a, a franchise that right now is, is in some trouble and I, I think not just you look at the record over the last few years and you look at the record last year but the farm system is, is not where they hoped it would be i mean that's just a fact that you know it's, it's, it just hasn't improved to the point that they hoped and i think this is embarrassing you know this this is beyond anything. this is something we haven't seen before. I mean we have seen this on a minor scale with with other contracts it, it happened with remember there was a string with the Orioles a few years ago or mm-hmm. where- like every year somebody failed a physical. But those were minor deals. This has never happened in baseball history on this scale, and it's never happened where a team watches a guy just go to another team within the span of like 24 hours. So this puts a lot of pressure on them, and I think there's going to be a lot of pressure next season to win, and there are no obvious answers really here and how they can kind of turn this around in a way that Judge or Correa would have.
3: Let me grab a few words that came out of that comment. First of all, everyone's seat is warm. Second of all, embarrassing. Third of all, a franchise that's in trouble.
4: And this is Alex Pavlovich, who's pretty down the middle. <laughs>
3: He's just trying to report, right? He's just trying to report. So, yep. I mean, if this is, if this is, even you know, and Susan Slusser today, and, and I'm not going to go word for word, but if you look at her social media feed feed and read what she's saying, like there, it is hard to understand the timeline that is being shared with us right now. And that's the number one thing that makes me feel like the Giants are risk-averse. It very much feels like the runaway bride. It absolutely feels like that because you can't tell me that whatever it was in your medical file or your findings, you can't tell me that that came up yesterday morning. You were working on this guy for weeks, and you offered him a literal... Bring struck maybe even five of them of money from now until my kids are out of college. And Man. then you told me two hours and 45 minutes before the press conference that something came up so firm that you would not only cancel the press conference, you'd never even call them again. And that's it. That's the end of the story. So you did diligence on this for six, seven, eight weeks 9, 10, maybe 20 weeks? And then, then this came up, and your answer is, well, we can't share private medical information. Now, You don't want to share private medical information because the bottom line is, I have a really hard time not feeling like you just got cold feet. You found a way to back out.
4: That's the medical information. Their feet are cold.
3: And that's especially it. if Susan is going to be Here is another piece that's important. Whatever it was that they found... On these medicals, suggest that it was from before his Major League Baseball career even started. His eight-year-long, very successful Major League All-star Baseball career. All-star-laden Rookie of the Year career has all been done with whatever this is that they found. And they don't want the back half of it. Okay. The I, fact I, that's
4: that's right. the most disturbing part. All right. Both now and in the future. They didn't even bother to call them again. To be like, hey, can we do eleven and X? Because the Mets did twelve and three fifteen. They could the Giants couldn't I mean could, didn't bother.
3: Scott Boris is talking. Alex Pavlovich is saying the truth, which is that they owe their fans an explanation. Like and, and the indications we're getting make me think we might not get it. And and I just well, that's all I want to say to the Giants organization is again, there 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 could be reasonable things going on here. This is a multi-multi, almost a half-billion-dollar deal. So there, I get it, right? We, we're simpletons when it comes to this stuff. So there might be reasonable stuff going on behind the scenes, but if you think you can just tell us, well, there are reasonable things going on behind the scenes, and we're not going to tell you what they are because of medical privacy laws. If you think that answer is good enough for people who work their you-know-what off all week, all month, all year long, so that they can support you, so that they can spend it on watching you—that's that, that's insufficient. It is insufficient. Th- so you better, you better say something. That would have worked. You, like this is this is our money, this is our love. You can't treat the fans this way. That would have worked if they had like
4: early in free agency if they just went hey, we're not pursuing Carlos Correa. We can't share the information, but there's just... And then it would have... It still would have been like, man, he's getting contracts elsewhere. But it would have at least been... The fact that... I mean, you laid it out. The timeline doesn't line up based on what we know about how these things go. And there's no explanation that's going to make it okay. That's the worst part. There's There's not... A, a a line they're going to say that's going to make it like, okay, well, at least we have that. At least we can fall back on that. No. As, like, this is just an L that there's no, no getting
3: rid of. No, the only thing that makes it okay is 95 wins. And good luck. Yeah, see you in September. Uh, good luck. I mean, if you can do it, great. But <laughs> I'd bet against it. Uh, Brett in Pleasanton on uh, 95.7 The Game. What are you doing, Brett?
2: Well, uh, it's not very pleasant here. It's uh, certainly going to be a blue-blue Christmas. But uh, a couple things I wanted to say about, you know, the Giants, sports in general. Uh, I'm, I'm so tired of analytics driving what people do in their lives today, uh, whether it be it's fourth and two. Analytics say, I go for it. Buddy, you're on your own 12-yard line. You don't go for it. Oh, the <laughs> analytics say – uh you know, I, I take this picture. We, we've gone so far away from the eye test that we're now driven so much by, by numbers. It kind of reminds me like when you get in your car, right, and you punch in the nav system, even though you know the exact way to go. And then the nav saying, turn, and you're like, why would I turn right here? Well, the nav, the, the analytics, say, you say, I know the best way to go to get there. But the Giants are playing the navigation system, and it says you've arrived, but you have not arrived yet. You are not at your destination. So, the problem with the Giants is, and this is, it reminds me of when I would, was in commercial real estate and we'd be working on a big, big deal. And we'd be working on it for months. And what do you do? You do your due diligence. You go visit the property. You check out the tenants. You check out the credit worthiness. And it's a $100 million deal. And then we'd fly across the country to our investment committee. And then they'd all of a sudden, i say, guys, why are we flying across the country to not do a deal? I can tell you every reason in the world why we shouldn't do this deal. Why don't we try to figure out a way why we should do the deal? Because that seems to be the Giants' M.O. We're going to find a way why we can't do the deal.
3: Yeah, I just and Brett, this is interesting because I think this is really at the core of everything that's going on. Brett, thank you so much. It's like (laughs) you have to be willing to go be imperfect because in your efforts to be perfect, you'll fail. It's so funny. Right? Don't you see the self-fulfilling prophecy that's going on here? Oh, we don't want to take a risk. In not taking a risk, you're taking the biggest risk you possibly can. <laughs> you're going to lose your gigs. Yeah. Ownership's not. You're all going to lose your gigs. And ownership, you're going to lose your fans. And you're going to lose your money. You're going to lose. And that's the biggest risk you can take. Okay? Okay. Take it from somebody who has messed up sideways a hundred times in my life. Okay? I've been divorced twice. You have got to be human on some level. The Giants have turned into a robotic organization. You have got to put it out there and go with what you think is right in that moment. And if it blows up in your face, adjust and go the new way. And, and, and right life changes every decade in ways that there's no way you could have thought, but you got to be ready for that and then make the best of that. And that's what I've watched so many organizations do, but it is a classic, classic case in, 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 in the inability to take a risk. You're taking the biggest risk of all. There's zero chance that you keep your jobs. There's zero chance. That's my analytics zero chance that you keep your fans if you don't take a risk
4: I blame I blame exactly zero people who don't want to put money into this team oh I you, I I will I
3: totally agree
4: back you a hundred
3: I'm I'm not I'm not gonna tell anybody to go spend money hell no except for them
4: I wouldn't do fan how you want to fan I would yeah. do that. but especially this year if someone's like I usually go to 10 games a year this year I'm going to zero shout out to you.
3: I wonder. I gotta think, and this is one of the reasons when the Giants didn't get Judge, and I kept telling all of you, I think that I think they got a legit shot at Correa. When so many people were like, "Don't," you, you, I can't believe you're falling for this. Right. And I remember the day before they got Correa. I remember looking at Dibs and you and Spadone and saying, "Look, the Giants have got to know how desperate this situation is. They know. Mm-hmm. They know how you all feel." They know how you all feel. And so I'm trying to put myself in the mind of the front office yesterday when they decided to do this. They cannot be so dumb as to not know how the fan base would react. They have to know how incredibly intense this reaction was going to be. And if they know that and still go through with it, what is it that they think they know about this medicals? Because it has to be it would have to be so so intensely like they feel with every fiber of their being. This deal is horrible mm-hmm. for them to make this decision. And that doesn't make any sense. And they've
4: had so much time to brace themselves for damage control and they've done nothing. That's the other shocking part of this. Because you're right, They knew exactly how this was going to land with the fan base, and they have a thirty-three-word statement that's like, "Well, we can't talk medicals. Best of luck, Carlos." Like that's what you've got for your fan base. Came up with after all of this.
3: That's brutal, man. Um, Alex in San Jose. Hey, Alex, you are on ninety-five-seven. The game. What you doing?
6: Not much, gentlemen. So let me get this straight, Mitch Haniger. No disrespect. But he makes Jimmy G look like freaking Iron Man. They're okay investing in him. All right? All right. But, yeah, they get cold feet with the guy who – it's a terrible deal. I know. I've been knowing that these deals have been terrible for, like, 10 years. It just We got guys from Harvard now that are saying, oh, you can't, you know, do multi-year deals. But the economical impact Korea was going to have on this city and franchise would have trumped the 13-year contract. Like, now, literally – I'm going to start going to A's games. Why? Because at least the A's in their division, they got Shohei. Bye.
3: You're good. Yeah. Okay. Now you're not good. But thank you, Alex. Yeah. I, I you, Alex. Yeah. To- totally get the point. The economic impact of Carlos Correa was going to be massive. It was going to be a massive. How much money? You know, Again, in in an effort to not take risks, you take the biggest risk of all. How much money do you think they lost in their attendance figures today?
4: I I talked to, and this <laughs> is, is, it,
3: a, is it more than they would have paid Carlos this year? By the way, the answer is yes, yes, it is.
4: The wild, I, I absolutely talked, wild. I talked to multiple people, and actually talked to multiple people. Not like I'm pretty sure multiple people think that I'm going to say I talked to multiple. I legitimately talked to multiple people who were like, can't wait till Carlos Correa jerseys come out. Yep. Joe Shasky talked about it today.
3: How many were they not out? Did anyone buy one? I know because sometimes you no, can order like, them when I they're... I don't think Right? Right? So. Did anyone get it? Well, there's gotta be. I mean, there you, you can go overseas and find someone to put a sure. slap a jersey together. If anybody yeah, got it. true. If you've got an Aaron Judge or a Carlos Correa jersey on the way, man, I would love to talk to you. Giants. Yes, Giants. <laughs> Gi- giants
4: so I was like, yeah, I got a Yankees yeah, jersey. Exactly.
3: Today. Tune into Warriors Live on 957, the game presented by Xfinity Supercharge, your home with supersonic Wi-Fi, unbeatable internet, only from Xfinity. And also yet another reminder, there are only uh, a few shopping days left. Ninety-five-seven. Thegameshop.com. Did you say? that oh, the, it's there. The DPOY shirts are up. The DPOY okay. shirts are up. Was well, this from your brain again? Yes. The answer is yes. I. Yeah, Kyle Madsen, who who was the brainchild behind the relevant T-shirts with Brock Purdy's number baked into the word relevant that are selling uh, like crazy. Uh, a brand new item has just hit 957 Thegameshop.com. D this and it's in the 49er lettering, right? right the saloon the font. The saloon font. D P O Y and the Y is Nick Bosa with the shrug hands up. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's pretty cool. It, Shout out to Isaac Parsons may together. still win the award but still <laughs> it's still <Nick> am- <laughs> <shot>! <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Uh great stuff. And so go check them out. Go get yourself one. And then more of your phone calls coming up next on 95.7 The Game.
1: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch
2: Now back to 95.7 The Game.
3: Okay, what a day. Um, what a day. We thought we'd all be just be in holiday mode, right? Got a few stocking stuffers you still need to get, but no. Turns out it's Angry Day uh, right here on 95.7 The Game with Carlos Correa now going to the Mets. If you are just joining us, the Giants essentially backed out of the deal because of something in the medicals, and uh, it led to Carlos Correa Uh, leaving and and taking a different offer from the Mets for 12 years, $315 million. We've been taking your calls all day and we'll continue to do so in just a moment. But, uh, cleared to play, Dr. Brian Feely, inside the tent to get you updated on the latest injuries in the Bay. Proud to partner with UCSF Health on this segment as we bring in Professor and Chief of Sports Medicine at UCSF, Dr. Brian Feely. So, Doc, good morning, and don't take offense. Uh, We're going to be real quick here because we want to get back to more uh, angry venters about Carlos Correa, you know what I mean, but we do we do have a couple questions. One of them being this about Clay Thompson. I, is this viable still that that we we're, we're coming up on whatever like this is 2 years since he's had these major injuries and i want to acknowledge that but is it viable that the warriors are still saying yeah he's he's not ready to play in back-to-back games even in a game like tonight where they've got three days off right after that what what what's the deal with that you think
8: Yeah, I think most of the data suggests that these back-to-back games are exponentially difficult on patients or athletes returning from injury. So the idea is that we're going to lower Clay's injury risk by holding him out of the second end of the back-to-back with the plan moving forward, most likely that at some point in the year he'll be able to return to playing every night. My guess is that they are going to continue to be Um, very um, conservative with his playing time, and right now it doesn't, frankly, seem to make a difference if he's playing um, night-to-night anyway, and it gives the opportunity for some of the other people that need playing time to get into the lineup.
4: A lot of angst in the Bay Area right now with the Warriors struggling, and what happened with the Giants and Carlos Correa, but the shining beacon of hope is number 13 in a 49ers uniform, Brock Purdy. He's dealing with rib and oblique injuries are, are those kind of injuries ones that are just going to linger throughout the year? And how do those affect his performance?
8: Yeah, so for the most part, um, when you have rib injuries, whether they're contusions or small fractures, you're going to feel them for about six weeks. So he'll probably feel them through the end of the regular season. Same thing for an oblique injury, especially for throwers um, that are going to rely on that for some of the power for their throwing. He'll feel it. Whether or not they actually limit his ability to throw, um, doesn't seem to so far, at least, uh, at least how the plays are called for him. So I would imagine that he's going to feel somewhat better. Um, and as long as he's well protected and doesn't get a second large hit into that area, he's probably going to be mostly okay.
3: Doc, great stuff. That's really good information. We'll spend a little more time with you next time around. Happy holidays and thanks for hopping in.
8: All right. Take care, guys. Okay, there he goes. Yeah, Dr.
3: Brian Feely, the proceeding was sponsored by UCSF Health. It's funny with the Brock Purdy thing. I mean, I was so despondent when I woke up this morning. I mean, the Warriors get trashed. Carlos Correa is on the New York Mets. All of our good things are in New York. Rodon, Correa, Judge, uh, the Warriors' ego. Right. (laughs) Everything is just on the floor in New York. And I was so despondent, I'm like, What what does sports in 2023 look like? Like, here's a sentence I never thought I'd be saying. Like, what do we do when Brock Purdy's done playing football? Mm. That's literally, I mean, if you had told me that six weeks ago, I'd be like, huh? what? What What are you talking about? Like, the the Warriors are going to be in the championship again? And I'm pretty optimistic that the Giants are going to start building something. and, And, you know, we'll see what happens with the Garoppolo stuff. And now here we are, like Bing, bang, boom, and I'm like, dude, it feels like we're down to Brock Purdy for the moment. It could change in a week, but
4: it phew, could get. But it I could hope be he re- doesn't get hurt. It could be real dark by mid-January, bro. And Kareth Burke from NBC Sports Bay Area tweeted this out today: is the longest day of the long shortest day of the year, longest night of the year.
3: That's a good thing. I for already want PM this. I want sunset. this. I want this day to be over the second it started. Um, let's go You to- sent me a voicemail this morning Yeah, and I didn't even hesitate I was still in bed I'm like, no, <laughs> we're not doing this right now I'm still, right? I was I, trying to
4: talk about a guest I'm like
3: sweating still, and it's four degrees outside uh, Chris in Modesto uh, You're on with Willard and Kyle What are you doing?
2: Well, actually, I'm driving in uh, Los Angeles right now I come down here once a week, I'm a truck driver huh. And I don't really want to wear my favorite hat Today, that's Happens to be a trucker's ball cap, much like the one you were wearing the other day. I'm actually a truck driver, though, and um, I'm not going to wear it today because I'm a little embarrassed to be in this territory with all my associates who happen to be Dodger fans looking at me, wondering how that Giants offseason is going.
7: Well, uh, first of all,
2: LA. thank
3: you for watching on YouTube because, yeah, I did wear that hat yesterday, and, yes, I shoved it back in the closet in frustration this morning, and I'm wearing an all-black hat because uh, we are at the Carlos Correa to the Giants funeral. Um, but yeah, don't worry about the Dodgers. Their offseason stinks too. Uh, the problem for the Giants is, well, they can look to any of their other three right, or four franchise <laughs> cornerstone players that they have in their lineups. So, uh, Chris, thanks. Let's go to Charles in South City. Uh, hey, Charles, what
9: are you doing? Thanks for calling. Thanks for taking my call, guys. I'm just trying to soak in right now this whole thing with Correa. It's I'm so frustrated with this whole, this whole front office of the team. You know, it's, how could we let this slip away from us? There's no way. This, this is bad, this is as bad as a gut punch as the game five against the Dodgers. I'm, I'm 20 years old and I love, this is, I live and breathe Giants baseball. This was not supposed to happen. There's no way this should have happened. The way I look at it, I don't know where else. I don't know what else to
3: do. Yeah. Charles, let me tell you something, by the way. Charles, thanks. Um, This isn't as bad as the Game 5 loss. It's way worse. (laughs) This is way worse than losing in Game 5 to the Dodgers.
4: Because this is a 10-plus year
3: That was a baseball game. Right. Like, that's part of the deal. You show up, you might lose. That was that they won 107 games and lost... In a short series in five games to a 106 win baseball team, that hurts like you're bummed. Mm-hmm. There's nobody to get mad at after that, right? I mean, maybe the ump, right? Warmer Flores didn't swing, but but like th- there's n- that's just Miller a middle of all. It's a baseball game, and you lost it. Right. This is like a total sign of dysfunction. It's an indictment of the franchise. That's what's important here is the Giants. They don't have an answer here. You can, Again, there can be reasonable things going on behind the scenes. I don't know what's in his medicals, and we never will. Mm-hmm. And you might have something in there that legitimately concerns you. But my first response to that would be, then what the hell were you doing here in the first place? You can't take us on that ride. You can't offer him $350 million mm-hmm. if you're concerned about something from 10 years ago. In his medical file, it just it doesn't add up, and it never will.
4: Right. And no this matter isn't, what they say. This isn't a team like the Dodgers, who if this happened to L.A., it's meh. Oh well. Like how many Padres fans were upset that their four hundred million dollars for Aaron Judge went? Yeah. Unanswered. Uh, Ah, Who cares? It's still Juan Soto. And
3: Machado. And Machado. And Fernando is coming back. And and Bogarts. But but this is... Correa
4: was supposed to be that guy! They've got
3: two middles of the order in San Diego. God. They've got two middles of the order in Los Angeles. It's brutal. And we've got maybe Mitch Haniger For some games. For some of the games. Um, And by the way, the fact that I even put him in the same sentence... As Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, Xander Bogarts, Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis, and Juan Soto is disrespectful to all six of those players. Um, yeah. All right. Listen. Um, so many of you want to call in, and we're not done yet. So more of your phone calls coming up in just a second, and then Guru and Larry are going to jump in here. I cannot.
4: It's Guru and Whitey
3: today. Oh, Guru and Whitey.
4: Yeah.
3: Oh, Larry. Larry tapped out when he saw this one, huh? Bounced. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so Guru and Whitey going to jump in here in just a sec, but those of you on hold, we're coming to you first. That's what's up next on The Game, brought to you by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises, also sponsored by CalHope.org. It is Willard and Dibs. That is Kyle in for Dibs all week, right here on 95.7 The Game.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue.
1: Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month.
0: New iPhone 15s?
1: Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch.